Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. You know, Mando, a wise man once said, (laughs) sometimes a microphone is just a microphone, but sometimes it's a big black. Anyhow, welcome. I heard that before. Where is that from? Uh, George Carlin. Okay. Yeah. It sounds familiar. So he's referencing Sigmund Freud. Okay. You know, famous uh, psychologist slash guy who wanted to bang his mom. Did he? (laughs) Sigmund Freud had a line that said, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Meaning, you know, it's, it's, there, there doesn't have to be sexual reference and weird psychological things mm-hmm. tied to everything. And George Carlin, uh, genius comedian re- response was, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. And sometimes it's a big brown dick. Ah, got it. Yeah, I heard it before. I just didn't mm-hmm. remember who it was. Yeah, it was a whole breakdown. Okay. The little... Not quite etymology, the history, yeah. if you will. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what well, basically that was all to say. Welcome to the Gen- Degenerates Clubhouse, Degenerates. <laughs> Let's fucking get after it. I like how we welcome people with talking about dicks in their mouth. Yeah, you know, that was the first, like, actual, like, true cold open we did. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was just a little, little slice of, I mean, di- did I sort of almost kind of a little bit deep throat to the mic right before you guys came on because uh-huh. Mato told me to get the, my mouth on the mic. Uh-huh. You know what? I don't know. It's not captured on camera, so uh-uh. it's lost to history. So you think. I started streaming before you did that. Fuck. <laughs> I'm found out. So those of you with listening to the audio, if you want to see Aaron deep throat a microphone. So like Sigmund Freud <laughs> said, sometimes a microphone is just a microphone. Uh, on this episode of the Degenerates Clubhouse, we've got... A Florida man story. Okay. We've got some Reddit. Yep. We're going to talk about Sweet Tooth. Uh-huh. The Netflix show. Yep. And then just to, to kick things off, um, it was two episodes I tried Freestyle Dr. Seuss. Uh-huh. I'm going to give it a, a second shot. I'm definitely, sure. I'm still, I'm still tired, but I'm not nearly as tired as I was last time. Okay. And while you were telling me, I think the Reddit questions, I started just trying to do some in my head just to see if. If I was on, and eh, it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. I was at least random words, so let's give this a shot, Mondo. Freestyle Dr. Seuss, give me three random words. Camel toe. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, mm, Blowjob. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dog biscuits. Good luck, sir. May the force be with you. <laughs> so, so I think I think the one thing that I did realize from the last one okay. is I should really lean into the Doctor Seuss of it. Uh, uh, you know, because like he does a lot of repetition. Uh-huh. He's saying it a lot, and then also I should, if I can say something, maybe that's not perfect for like a story, but just sounds cool lyrically. I should sure. do that. Yeah, yeah, Because right. I, I was trying to like tell like line for line a story and keep it rhyming. It got t- difficult. Um, so the words are camel toe, blowjob, and dog biscuits. Yep. Uh, we're going to title this story, The Worst Visit to the Pet Shop Ever. Nice. Or the best. If it involves camel toe and blowjobs, go on. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to think how to start it. 
this is a story about the pet shop and a little boy named Timmy who wanted a dog. He said, Mommy, Mommy, please take me to the pet shop. I want a fluffy dog, and I'm going to name him Bob. And she's like, you're going to name your dog Bob? That's fucking weird, Timmy. And he's like, dude, do you want me to name him Jimmy? Or I can name him Frank? Or, and she's like, no, you're not supposed to give them human names. That's fucking crazy. What did I name the kid? Whatever. It's insane. <laughs> you're supposed to name him, like, Scruff or Rover or Spot. And he's like, well, my name's, uh, my dog's name's going to be Bob. Bitch, now take me to the pet shop. And just, so, so Timmy and his mom went to the pet shop, and they looked at some cats and some fish and then some dogs. And all, all the dogs were nice, and they were cute, and they wagged their tails. And Timmy thought I could take them home. Fuck, oh, how can I not come up front with tails? I could take them home, and we could play... With a pail? Sure. Yeah, yeah. A kid and a dog playing with a pail? That's fucking cool. Uh-huh. You make sandcastles, and the dog will sit there and drool? Yeah, they could play with a pail, just because I couldn't come up with a better rhyme. Fuck you, Mondo. This is hard <laughs> to do in time. So anyhow, they're looking at all the dogs, and most of them are cute, and they're playful. But there was one in the back who looked angry. And they said, whoa, whoa, no. Stay away from that one. He's the meanest of dogs. He fucks up the cats. He ate one of the frogs. And once we had a camel, and that dog bit off his toe. You cannot take that dog with you to your home. He's a certified killer, even though he's just a pup. That dog is fucking crazy. I promise you, you he's enough. And Timmy was like, yo, I want a dog named Bob who's hard as fuck. I'm going to train Bob to protect the house. And if a burglar comes in, Bob's going to bite off his dick. Oh. And that's just where he'll begin. Bob will be a straight-up psychopath. And that you can bank on because Bob's going to be our guard dog. And then, oh, wait, I, didn't, I can't come up with a room for bank on. And, that, and that, wait, he's going to be our guard dog, and that you can bank on, and that poor burglar will never have another wank on. Oh, shit. <laughs> that makes sense. And the guy at the pet shop was, damn, Timmy, that shit is dark. You don't fuck around when you take your bo- dog to the park. And, like, Timmy's like, no, son, me and Bob roll hard. Now, are you going to give me that dog? Mom, charge it on your card. And Bob came to the front of the glass, and he growled at Timmy. And Timmy's like, Bob, don't fuck around. Look, I've got something nice for you to eat. Ah, whatever, I fucked that right up. We're just going to keep going. We'll keep it discreet. He pulled out a dog biscuit, and he held it up to Bob. And Bob's like, oh, shit, I want to eat that in one bite. I'm starting to lose the rhymes. Mm-hmm. I should, I should, I should uh, finish this up uh, Quite soon. So he gave dog the, uh, Bob the dog biscuit, and Bob ate it up in one gulp, and Timmy took him home. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going good for a while, and I was like, and I'm like, and I ran out of steam. All right. I, you know what? You know what? I couldn't land the plane on that one, Mondo. No. I couldn't, but I think I started out pretty good. 
I think it started pretty Dr. Seussical. Con- conceptually, the the story was funny. Yeah, I was just I I my brain ran out of juice. It's really disappointing because I was trying to to work up to Bob uh, biting a burglar's dick off, mm-hmm. and that burglar being from Florida, and it was going to read uh, lead right ah. into Florida Man, and I was trying to think too many steps ahead. Yeah, and I forgot about the this step right there. Yep, and that's where I fucked up, guys. I know I made it sound easy. It's not that easy. <laughs> you made it sound easy. I made it sound. You're like, how does he do that? That was yeah. so amazing. I'm willing to bet all 10 of our listeners are like, I can do better. <laughs> I, I ch- fucking try. Let's see it. Fucking try. It's, you know, and here's the other thing. Doing it in your head, much easier mm-hmm. when you have to actually do it and say it out loud. There's like that, that brain to mouth component, which actually makes it tougher. Yeah. And then you're on on the the podcast. I mean, so if, yeah, if we have a listener that thinks they can do better, dude, well, I'll figure out how to set up Collins, and you can spit a, a freestyle Doctor Seuss around. Yeah. But S- speaking of, uh, I was I was happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep getting better. Moving on. Florida man, Florida man, causing mayhem when he can. Driving drunk as a rule, alligators in his pool of cloud. Here comes the Florida man. Oh! Yeah! Florida man. Florida man claims strippers drugged him, maxed out his credit card. A South Florida man claims in court that dancers at a local strip club drugged him and then ran up exorbitant charges on his credit cards while he was inebriated. They did. They did. They drugged him. <laughs> they drugged him with this this sneaky. I know how they did it, Mondo. With what? They're like, we're gonna set up this whole elaborate facade. We'll be like, um, like a like a long narrow table, and behind it, there's gonna be a bunch of bottles. Uh-huh. And we're gonna put a secret liquid in the bottles mm-hmm. that's gonna make you lose your judgment a little bit. Yeah. You're not going to think as clear, but we're going to make the bottle shiny and they're going to have fancy labels and there's going to be a bartender with big tits who's going to be like, hey, do you want some of this liquid? Like, I'll, I'll give it to you if you give me some money and the guy's going to be like, oh, okay. You know, he thinks he thinks he's just, you know, <laughs> drinking like... Dr. Pepper. Yeah, you know, Dr. Pepper, or like a slushy or he doesn't know. Yeah. He's drinking this liquid and then it's, it's yeah, they drugged him. It is a drug. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's technically correct is what I'm getting at. What I'm trying to say is he bought alcohol at a bar and that lowered his inhibitions, and and technically he's correct. Yep. Uh, a South Florida man claims in court that dancers at a local strip club drugged him and then ran up exorbitant charges on his credit card while he was inebriated. In a complaint filed in Broward County, Florida on Thursday, plaintiff Larry Mbinder, Mbinder, Einbinder, whatever, says he was patron at the Vixens Gentlemen's Club in Davie, Florida mm. on the evening of July 14th and early morning hours of July 15th and that after he had only a few drinks, he became groggy and highly intoxicated. <laughs> only a few drinks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Quick question. Where, where was this again? What uh, part of Florida? Broward County, Florida. Okay. Uh, city of Davie, Florida. Anyway, Einbinder, who is being represented by Gary Ostro from Fort Lauderdale, maintains the state of intoxication was far more than would normally be ex- expected from the ingestion of a few normal cocktails. Based on that assertion, he believes the drink served to him by Vixen's employees had been chemically altered and that they took advantage of him due to his intoxicated state. Ah, uh, he's, he's saying there was some extracurricular shenanigans. He's saying he got roofied or something. Or or maybe, wow, what the fuck did the pledges put in my drink on my 21st birthday? Uh, fire? No, uh, 151. It was, yeah, yeah. could have been that. 
Mixing 151 with like tequila or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I, for my case, it wasn't even tequila. I was just drinking like there was like those little like fruity like apple drinks or something that had oh, very yeah, little yeah. alcohol. Yeah. And then they they put like what what is 151? What proof is that? It's a uh, 151 proof or 75 percent alcohol. Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. 75.5%. Anyway, without Mr. Einbinder's knowledge and consent, dancer employees of Vixens purchased several expensive cocktails and bottles of champagne and charged those items to the plaintiff's American Express card, as well as other credit cards in the plaintiff's possession. The complaint says, According to the complaint, the club also charged Einbinder obscene amounts per hour for the dancer's services and their company. Einbinder goes on to assert that the dancers plied him with cocaine oh. to manipulate him and take advantage of him. Nice. He alleges that Vixens provided him with bills that did not show the amounts charged to his credit card nor specified the services for which he was charged for. The unauthorized charges made to his account totaled $17,474. He claims that the strip club allowed its employees and management to exploit him and steal from him. He is seeking compensatory damages. You you were so close on that. Compensatory. Compensatory. Man, my nose is stuff. Leave me alone. Damages on claims of violation of the Florida Deceptive and Unfair Trade Practices Act, civil theft, international, I'm sorry, intentional infliction of emotional distress, unjust enrichment, and contract. Vixen's Gentleman Club did not respond to email and phone requests for comments on the lawsuit. I'm really disappointed. I'm I'm at the Vixen's Cabaret website. Uh Uh-huh. And... Oh, it exists. I wanted to... What? The the website? Yeah, of course. It was, you know, every business has a website. I'm really disappointed because I wanted to see if I could find the stripper names, which is always highly entertaining. It's like, it's candy. And I mean, the one thing though about this website, I'm very impressed. I think their logo is solid. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like a kind of a Roman font, like V I and then E N S. And then, but then there's this big, um, almost looks like graffiti, like red X in the middle. Vixens with the X. I was like, good job, Vixens. You got a graphic designer and you got strippers who know how to roofie you guys. You're yeah. fucking top of your game. But, but here's the other part, Mondo. This is my, this is the, 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 the reading the blurbs, uh, hottest girls in South Florida. It's like, well, it's not it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Men, women in the LGBT community. Welcome. Oh no. Okay. So that's, that's fine. Corporate and private parties. It's like I, I I would love to <laughs> if that dude rolled alone and and if if a guy rolls alone to strip club and spends seventeen grand, I I think I don't know that just sounds like yeah, he's got a case. It sounds like he's got a point. Like I I think he might have, but also where who the fuck keeps seventeen k like in was it like in their checking account or was it on credit cards? Yeah, like credit card probably. They probably saw like um, he may have walked in looking like a baller and like oh this guy's got but, money. This is the last thing though on their their checklist which cracked me up. They they also offer besides uh, the corporate and private events you can do birthday oh and divorce parties. Nice is that is that a thing? Yeah, you, women do divorce parties. You get divorced and you're just you're just like boys. This is, <laughs> yeah, I don't it's think like a second bachelor party. I, I think I think divorce parties are more of a woman thing. I don't know that guys have divorce. Like it wouldn't like let's say you got married and got divorced. It's not like hey Aaron, let's have a divorce party. Let's go to. It's just like. Maybe I don't know. I mean, because did did you ever have one of those nights where you like you broke up with a girl and then you just get 
fucked up with your friends. Yeah, but if we don't go to a strip club and settle a have like spend a ton of money. I right, don't know. because that was just a little regular breakup. If it was a divorce where it's like, you know, maybe it starts out good. You know, you're, you're one and two are okay, but by year seven, you're just I fucking hate that bitch. I can't. Yeah. And then like the divorce goes through, and you're like yes. Yeah, like freedom. You know, you're William Wallace. If if one of our freedom. If one of our friends married a chick that we all were like, oh no, she's just a biatch. Like, what are you doing marrying her? And then they got divorced. Then yeah, I could see us be like, dude, we told you. Like all of us, but we told you. Let's let's, let's call. Let's use a completely made up name. We'll call her. What was her name? Jen Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. You're an what? asshole. No, no, I, that's I a liked fictional. Her. I liked her. I liked her. Who? Jen Lawrence. That fictional character. That fictional character. Yeah. She was. She was my Lancer, Lancer little sister. She was nice to me. I'm just, I, I was just, <laughs> just jokes. Okay. Um, so that was it for Florida Man. Moving on, we are now going to the world of Reddit. Uh, a couple questions there. Question number one, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Speaking of drugs, yeah. what drug will you never touch again and why? The, the short version is, is a resin hit. Uh-huh. Would you like the longer version? Yes. Please uh, elaborate. Okay. I know what a resin is, but sure. Tell us a story. So it's a little 18-year-old Aaron. <laughs> a little... Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, at that point, I was actually probably bigger than I am now. Yeah. I was shrunk. I was 6'1 at that point. I'm only six feet tall now. Oh, no. Yeah, little, little 18 year old Aaron. You know, this is, this is, we, we've gone through the excitement and, and, uh, of, what was it like freshman orientation? Uh-huh. And you're like, wow, college fucking sucks. This isn't how I pictured it. But then I get to go to my first college party. And of course, it wasn't at Whittier because Whittier doesn't do college parties. So my freshman roommate and I, Went to uh, an apartment near the UCLA campus. I guess that's Westwood. Is, that, uh-huh. is yep. that right? Yep. And we show up, and there was supposed to be a party, and it's just dead. It's like four dudes. They're just sitting there. There's nothing happening. And <laughs> I'm 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 just disappointed. You know, like I'd seen I'd seen movies, Mondo. Yeah. You know, I'd seen Animal House. Yep. Like this is this is my idea of college, and. It's like there's no no parties have happened the whole first week at Whittier that I knew about anyway. And the first one, it's like just four dudes chilling in an apartment. And one is coding. And my roommate's like, dude, this dude's fucking badass. He's the only dude I know who can code drunk. And I'm like, Andrew, I can't express how many fucks I do not get. Oh, no. That's the worst. <laughs> his ability to code drunk. And then one of them is like, no, boys. We are not going down like this. We're going to fight the good fight this night. Uh-huh. We're going to go out. And we're gonna get 40 40s. Oh shit. Between like six guys, roughly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. He wasn't fucking around. And they go out to I don't I don't know. I don't know where you get 40 40s. I don't think you can just roll into a 7 Eleven and pick up 40 40s. You have to go to a couple different places. Yeah. But Unless yeah, they, you mix and match. But anyway. They they came out, they come back with <laughs> just like crates of 40s. Nice. And they they set them out. It was very visually appealing. It was like majestic. They're like, yeah. And then then I think they remembered that 40s taste like ass uh-huh. and nobody wanted to drink them. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is my moment. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna channel John Belushi. I'm gonna channel, you know, Artie Lang. I'm gonna channel all the SNL actors that died <laughs> young. Yes. <laughs> like this, this is it. I'm ready. So I, I start drinking 240s. I'm I'm just double and I, I have no cons. I've never had a 40 before in my life. Like I barely had I had like a few beers at that point. And I'm so I'm just I'm just getting into it. And they're like they're like, dude, this guy's 
double fisting 40s yeah i'm like i'm like feeling like yeah fucking i am maybe, maybe this is it maybe i'm a party animal maybe i have the best alcohol tolerance of anyone who's ever lived in the world this uh, is my moment a malt liquor no sir so then so then they start they're, they're smoking out of a bong right these guys are just taking hits of the bong uh-huh. and it gets to the very end once you've gone through like all the the actual like weed it's it's basically just like the the like black tar, dark evil, yeah. whatever whatever terrible essence is in weed just congeals into this exactly dark tarry mass of shit and filth uh-huh. and just hatred at yeah. the bottom of the bong, uh-huh. and they're like, "Hey, random freshman who's double fisting forties, we think you should smoke this," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, okay." <laughs> Yes, this sounds like a great idea. I'm not going to think this through because like our Florida friend, my, my, my judgment is completely out the door at this uh-huh. point. I'm just, I'm just committed to being a party animal. You know, so I, <laughs> Pri- prior to that, how many times have you smoked just weed in general? Just weed, probably like six. So you, you are not a, an no. <laughs> enthusiast by any stretch of the imagination. No, I, I'd, smoked, uh, I'd smoked like a couple of... Maybe probably not even six, maybe three. Okay. So you smoke three times pot ever, 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 and then you're going to this party after yep. having a ton of malt liquor and you decided uh, No, I, I I was probably like halfway through each forty. So okay, I probably so I was probably like A forty. Yeah, A forty or maybe a forty and a half. Sure. I line up for this resin shot. It was definitely also the first time I'd ever smoked out of a bong. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I had to ask for instructions. <laughs> like, do you guys have, like, a user's manual for this? Like, how do you – do you, and they're like, just you just, you, you did, just suck. Did you put your mouth over the bong just like you put your mouth over the microphone? It was it was a big <laughs> bong. So unless I was a snake and could have unhinged my jaw. Oh, no. Or I was one of those strippers that worked at that strip club. Uh-huh. I don't think I could get my, around, my nice. mouth around something that thick. Nice. Um, Sometimes a bong is just a bong. So exactly. So so I, I I take what in hindsight was way, way too big of a hit. Like like I'm trying to inhale the smoke all the way down into my toes. Mm-hmm. And for a second, I see a look of concern on these guys' faces. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. I might have I might have overstepped a little bit. Like I kind of like step back and, and they're like, uh, Dude, are are you are you okay? And I'm like, am I okay? And I take a big swig of one of the 40s, and it's like, oh shit, I'm 18 years old, I'm invincible, yeah. <laughs> and I just passed out, nice, just just cold, and I I wake up, no puke, nothing like that, nothing. You didn't get sick at all, not that time, no, <laughs> not um, that time. No, because I, I actually didn't have that much malt liquor in my stomach. Yeah. It was just the combination of oh, yeah. those two. And I, I wake up on the couch, like, I don't know, some sometime in the night. And now there's a huge party. Oh, there's shit. Pe- there's people everywhere. Oh, and no. the party's fucking jumping. I'm like, and I'm like trying to like pick my head up. Like I can, <laughs> it's, not, it's not working. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't have control of my limbs right now. And- I kind of, I kind of like, like roll my eyes back and I look, and there's a girl sitting next to me on the couch. <sighs> most, to this day, probably most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh no! Right, and there's, there's, there's light from this is like a, a second or third story apartment, so there's light from the window behind her coming in, and she's, she's 
silhouetted in this light. It's like bouncing off her hair. It's glowing. Looks like a literal fucking angel. Oh, no. And she goes, it was so much like hope and optimism in her voice. She goes, guy on the couch, you're awake. (laughs) And I go, yeah, I'm a worm. Oh, boo. <laughs> like, I was drunk so hard and just black out again, just oh, lose consciousness. No. And I, I mean, uh, are you sure that wasn't a dream, dude? That girl? No. <laughs> Mondo, here's the, here, the a, it is a blessing or a curse. I, I don't like forget things from when I'm fucked up. Uh-huh. Like my, like my ability to perceive them might be off, right? Like if I've, I've drank a lot, like it might be look, like I'm looking through, uh, uh, yeah, like goggles a- with Vaseline smeared on them or something. Yeah. But no, that's a blessing. You don't want to black out. It's not fun. So she, she was, it's possible. She's not, she was not as attractive as I perceived her to be, but she was definitely there. Oh, nice. Um, and yeah, the crazy part, I woke up the next morning and was like, kind of like, you know, and you know, like, have you ever seen, um, one of those nature videos where like a honey badger, uh, you know, those, those are, those are those like crazy little, I know what they are, but. No, I've not seen a honey badger. Badger. So, so, like they'll like fight like five tigers. Like they're the most insane animal. Yeah. And there are these these clips of of them where they get, they'll get bitten by like a cobra, like a king cobra. And there's something about their metabolism where they can just filter the poison out. Oh shit! So like they get bit. It looks like they're dead. And then like five minutes later, they're just like, and they just get up and walk off. And that was kind of me the next morning. After that, there were many times where I had really bad hangovers and I was fucked up and everything. But that next morning, I was just sort of like, and just got up and I was like, I will never, never take a resin hit again. Fuck that. Resin hits are like your, like weed is not expensive. Weed weed is pretty cheap when when you compare like to all the other illicit drugs, if you want to call it a drug. Resin is like, I'm too broke to buy weed. I'm going to smoke the shit trash leftover crap of, yeah. of weed and and that was the thing we did in college but I, but when you have a job you're like yeah i don't need to smoke this nonsense i'd rather pay for good green anyway my story is uh i'll make it a little quicker uh i was 20 28 uh, ish 29 30 mm-hmm. give or take and i was living in uh, uh, bakersfield california and i had this headache that would not go away hadn't eaten all day but, you know, when you have headaches, you take a couple aspirin and drink a shitload of water, and that hopefully makes it go away. Took a couple ibuprofens, pretty strong ones, and drank a shitload of water, and like an hour later, it still did not go away. Like, my head was still throbbing. I had this co-worker who gave me a pill, a, a, a big yellow pill, probably the size of your thumbnail. He's like, here, take this. This will make your headache go away. Didn't tell me what it was, and I took the whole thing, drank it with water, and probably within 15 to 30 minutes, I was getting hot flashes. I was getting like... You were going through menopause? Yeah. Hot flashes. Hands are shaking. Felt a little bit like nauseous. Not like getting ready to throw up, but like on the verge of it. And then I asked him what it was. He's like, dude, that's an Oxycontin. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, I will... No. Apparently, that guy took two, three, four of those things a day, per day, every day. Just I, He must have had some kind of... Uh, immunity slash addiction to those things whereas the for me you've never had it i mean i've had vicodin and other kind of pain things but that oxycontin on an empty stomach uh never again dude it made me feel very very like vulnerable like like 
I imagine how some people when they smoke weed, like like emotionally, like you wanted to talk about yeah, yeah. The, the relationship you had with your dad. Yeah, no, but you know how some people don't he like. Never said he loved me. You know how some people don't like the, the the effects of like losing control and they smoke weed or get too fucked up. Like it's not their mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I'm okay with all the other stuff. It was just with this one pill, like the 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 effect I felt was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, never again. But I will never. Oxycontin, never. I mean, I yeah, fuck that shit. Some of the redditors answers to that question. User Nick Nickoma four twenty writes: Alcohol or cocaine? I used and abused them for a solid fifteen years of my adult life. Lost a house, my partner, and had a web of lies. I hated being tar- tangled in. Jesus. So October third, twenty seventeen, I entered a five week inpatient rehab facility and haven't touched them since. Good for you, young man. I want to go to one of those facilities. I don't really have a drug or alcohol problem. It seems like it would just be really chill. <laughs> yeah, like relaxing, huh? I want to do some art therapy. Like a vacation. Wanna, you know, I feel like I could have a positive influence on the other uh, addicts. User Anteru writes, Ambien was prescribed Ambien because I wasn't sleeping during a rough time in my life. I woke up in my truck, parked in the driveway with the keys in the ignition. No idea what happened. Did I sleepwalk, drive? Did I hurt anyone? Scared me so bad I never took it again. I've heard of stories like that. People take Ambien. Have you ever taken it? No. no. I I think, I think I took it once and I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have any like sleepwalking or anything, but it definitely zonks you out. Yeah. I heard, uh, you know, uh, this was, I don't know if there's truth to this or not, but like, uh, Roseanne Barr had a, had a Twitter account many, Mm -hmm. many, many years ago and she would tweet. That was fairly recent. Sure. And she would like, tweet some random crazy shit on on the internet and then whenever she'd get backlash she's like oh fuck i fucked up i was on ambien that was kind of her excuse for <laughs> saying stupid but shit see, see the problem though with that is is i i think that might be true like she might not have tweeted tweeted that if she wasn't on ambien uh-huh. but i think those thoughts were in yeah, there yeah. it was just the ambien lubricating was, was, it was, was well <laughs> Interesting choice of words. Yeah. Let's, let's never... Okay, here, Mondo. Let's huh. make a pact right okay. now. We're never going to use the, like, Roseanne bar and lubricate it again okay. in the same sentence. Sure. Because you gave me a if mental image I just didn't want. <laughs> we, we had enough, you know, cigars, just a cigar and something. Anyhow. Last one I'll read for that question. User Azuriage writes, cocaine. It doesn't do anything for me except... Make me want more cocaine. I don't feel any more energetic or alert. I don't feel a sense of euphoria. I don't get anything out of it except for the desire to do more cocaine. Hmm. Uh, I've never done cocaine. I don't think I've... I've never been curious to try anything but weed and alcohol. Like, it just never... Well, you said you've done mushrooms. Oh, yeah, but... Okay, sure. I've done mushrooms, weed, and alcohol. Sorry. But any outside of that stuff, I just... Like, like 0% curiosity to try cocaine, heroin. Like, even like... You don't, you don't want to do some of the party drugs? Oh, you know what? Or... Oh, wait. I think I did. I think I was given ecstasy one time, but I didn't feel anything. And you tried Oxycontin. But that was on accident. I don't know what it was. Yeah, you can't fuck <clears> around <throat> like that now. Like, if you do shit like that now where someone just gives you some random yeah. uh, pill and you end up dead, man. Yeah. Like, fentanyl's all over the place. Yep. Last question for Ask Reddit, or mm-hmm. second question for Ask Reddit. Since this week, uh, holiday's coming up, what is the perfect gift for moms on Mother's Day? I, real short answer for this. I'm just going to build her a garden planter. A garden. Okay. You're going to do it for the front of the house or the back of the house? No, she, she wanted from one in the back, and they're really expensive. So I was like, eh, I could just build that. Yeah, they, I imagine they're pretty easy to build. I don't think that they're that complicated. Uh, it depends on how nice you want to make it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to make one that's pretty nice. So it's not, it's not like the hardest uh, bit of carpentry, but yeah, yeah you, there's still a little bit. I think that's a good gift because it's not just like something you bought. It's something that you put time and effort and energy in and it's something that she wants. I think that's a, a great gift. Yeah. And t- I mean, time is at a, a premium. I, well, here's the other fun part. I still, I still have like the emergency credit card uh-huh. from, uh, from college. So I use that <laughs> to buy the lumber. Cause it's like, dad, you're getting her the lumber from a garden planner and I'm going to fucking build it. That's awesome. You're welcome, mom. Um, mother's day gifts. You know what? I, I feel like every time I've gotten my mom something for mother's day or her birthday or Christmas or whatever, name a holiday. I feel like she does Kwanzaa. It, she Kwanzaa. I feel like she just like, she's like, eh, like, I, I never, I never, <laughs> I never get like a, a level of like a appreciation from her when I, mm-hmm. I remember one time she was really into like this Coldplay song and I went and bought the CD, the, the Coldplay and I, and I even uh, bought her like an MP3 player and put the MP3s on the, so I did all this extra little shit. And like she never used the MP3 player. Mm. I don't know what the fuck happened to the CD. It was mm. like, what the hell? Like, anyway, so for me, <clears throat> Mother's Day gifts have become less of me trying to be thoughtful. It's more of like, here's a gift card to a restaurant. Here's here's money. Go have fun with it. And that's just it. You know, I don't. Oh, you know what? I think I've done. Uh, oh no, this was a Christmas gift. But I used to give her like gift cards to like massage places, just for her to kind of go. And relax and just be a vegetable for a day, just kind of unwind. And uh, what what kind of massage places? Asian massage places, duh, the best kind. Um, user, do Asian massage places have a, a happy ending for women? I bet you there is. I bet you there is. But probably not as many, but I bet you there is. Is is there? I wonder if there's like a separate ask Reddit that's just like like fucked up ask Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just you can direct all these these degenerate questions to. Uh, user just me underscore sixty six writes time and love. Yeah, but you can't give time and love unless you're Sigmund Freud. I guess then you can give your mom love. But uh, user plugsy writes flowers and a lot of appreciation. Okay, that's not a all right. I don't really like flowers as a gift because they they die so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, user slow device for 20 writes, I'm not a mom, but my mate is, and she was having a hard time one year, single mom. So I booked her a spa thing with massage, etc., and looked after her kids for the day. She still goes on about how good it was two or so years later. Can, can I tell you a, a really fucked up joke sure. from, uh, Anthony Jeselnik's special fire in the maternity ward? Uh-huh. Uh, Anthony Justin like normally does a lot of like very short one-liners and stuff, but in that special he he tells this extended fifteen-minute story where he took a friend of his to get an abortion. Oh shit! Like it was like you know like she she needed someone to go with her, uh-huh. and he's talking about trying to pick out like he he doesn't know if he should get her something, and he's he's like googling like what what gift do you get for someone after an abortion, and. I guess the the thing said that like the worst gift to give someone is like a plant because he's like yeah here's another thing you can't take care of <laughs> <laughs> here's another thing you can't take care of and it could possibly die. Anthony Jeselnik goes no, that's not the worst gift. The worst gift to give someone after a, an abortion is a to-go box. Oh no, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Anthony! That's <laughs> the funny part though. I was surprised. I showed my dad that special and he got really offended. I'm like, what? Like, 
Yeah, it's abortion jokes. I mean, it's not in great taste, but that's what he's going for. Anyhow. A couple more before we wrap up uh, Ask Reddit. User Yutsusimisian writes, For my mom, nothing. She deserves nothing from me after all she has done to me. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Problems much? Um, Last one I'll read. User Autotoad writes, A grandchild. Oh, fuck. If I gave my mom that as a Mother's Day gift, she would 100% be over the moon. Selfishly, she wants like a bajillion grandkids, but she's stuck with only two. So that bums her out. But hey, that's that's life. And last thing we're going to talk about today is Binger Purge, where we're going to discuss season two of Sweet Tooth. It was, it's been out for, I don't know, two, three weeks now. Mm-hmm. I felt kind of weird watching it, like picking up season two. Sometimes they don't do a good job of recapping what happened in season one. It feels like it was so long. Yeah, so I, I had to do the same thing. I, anytime that happens, I highly recommend just going on YouTube. And there are people that give these like 10-minute recaps yeah. where they'll kind of go through each uh, episode real quickly. And, and just so I, I, let me do that very, very sure, quickly sure, for, sure. for yeah, anyone yeah. listening. Uh, Sweet Tooth is a series that's that's... Post-apocalyptic, it's like a post-apocalyptic Disney series, mm-hmm. practically. I don't know how to put it. It's where there's been this terrible virus that has killed 98% of the population. Uh, and coinciding with this virus breaking out, which, by the way, it's not 100% clear how it's transmitted. I, th- I think it's a respiratory virus, but its main symptom is your pinky shakes, which, whatever. Don't you? Just, a lot of stuff in Sweet Tooth you just can't think too hard about. Yeah. Coinciding with this virus, a lot of... <laughs> human animal quote unquote hybrids are being born. Yeah. And it's basically just humans with cute ears. Yeah. Uh but these these animal humans and and there's there's a question it's like did the hybrids cause the virus or did the virus cause the hybrids? We don't know. And the whole story follows uh a a a boy deer hybrid and he's just a boy with some antlers and cute little ears and he he's been living in His name is Gus. A.K.A. Sweet Tooth. A.K.A. Sweet Tooth. He's been living in Yellowstone National Park with his sort of dad, yeah. Pubba, and his, his <laughs> Played dad. Played by Will Forte. <laughs> and, his, his, and his dad dies, and then he goes on a quest. Of, but by the way, how the fuck did the, a cabin end up randomly in the middle of Yellowstone? And it's a pretty badass cabin, if you ask me. It's not like a simple little fork, like square with the roof. It's like elaborate looking. Well, kinda. that shit wasn't a code either. You're looking at like that roof. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, who built who yeah. built that? How does that keep rain out? Again, it's sweet tooth. Just don't think too hard about uh-huh. a lot of things. Uh-huh. Um, they're like, you know, a lot of a lot of sweet tooth is more uh, style over logic, which is fine. And then uh, Gus meets up with a. Was he a former football like defensive tackle or something? Yes, like a defensive end defense. The big, big, tall, six foot four black dude, waist, you know, couple hundred pounds. Shepherd, aka uh was his wasn't his name Shepherd? Or Shep uh, or something? Whatever. Jep Jeopard. Jeopard. Jeopard, aka Big Man. Big that's, Man. That's what you know, Sweet Tooth calls him. Uh-huh. And he calls him Sweet Tooth because he likes candies. Candies and maple syrup and what 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 have you. Yeah. And they but they go on a quest to find uh, Gus's mom, and you kind of find out that oh, she was a scientist and she had something to do with the the outbreak of this virus. And then it also picks up on a parallel story of another researcher scientist who's trying to find you know find a cure for the virus and his wife who's sick. And this this all 
kind of climaxes and, and them finding this this uh, little little colony. Like of, a sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect word, Mondo. A sanctuary of hybrid children and who are living in a zoo. It's like, guys, guys writers, so, what, so, if, what if we have all the hybrid kids live in a zoo? So the hybrids, because of the virus outbreak, the hybrids are kind of being used as a scapegoat for why the virus exists. No, there weren't any goats. There's a, there's a pig. <laughs> and there, so, there was an elephant, which so is there's weird. A, there's a kind of a, a militia called the, the last men that are out to hunt and, and, and eradicate all hybrid children. So, so there's this group of like maybe 10 or 12 or so, you know, hybrid animals that found a sanctuary. And, uh, the first season leaves off where Gus, um, encounters a sanctuary and, and they get captured. And they get captured. B- Big man gets shot. Oh my God, is he dead? Yeah. yeah. No, probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gus gets captured and it's like, oh no, the, the bad, the, 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 the comically evil general he of reminds the last me, man. You know what he reminds me of? <laughs> if you've ever played any of the Sonic the Hedgehog games, he reminds oh, yeah, me he of does a little bit. Doc, Dr. Robotnik. I, <laughs> well, so, so he has this, this, this absurd sort of fanned out beard. And my, and I'm really disappointed that they didn't have him literally twirl his mustache. Yeah, because he has those like tying a woman and putting her on on the train tracks vibes. Uh-huh. Yep, uh, old timey. So so anyhow, that's that's where it picks off, uh, or it's not picks off, picks up. Uh, and so basically, season two is the uh, comically slow and incredibly poorly planned out uh, rescue plan. Yeah, let's not go through every uh, episode one by one. But first, first, first and foremost, you have all these these different hybrid children who have different sort of animal attributes. Uh, you, if if you're doing a ranking tier system, who who are your S tier animal kids? The S tier animal kids. The monkey one is one of them probably because she's got that tail and get to you know yeah she's trouble. got a prehensile she can jump crazy high she yeah. can climb on shit yeah I like that one. What about Bobby? Where where does he rank on your on the tier list? Bobby's a little uh, groundhog guy. Yeah, or gopher or something. Gopher groundhog. And and he's he's the the least anthropomorphic. Like he he looks almost like he's an animal. He looks like an animal, but he only uh, so one of the one of the things with hybrids is not all of them can speak English. Only a few of them can actually speak English. Except he can. <laughs> he could say like a few words, like very basic, like primitive one word two word answers he he he's cursed with only being able to sound uh, say words that make him sound cute yeah <laughs> he's like they're like they're like ah, bobby adorable it's yeah. like wow that was a multi-syllabic word bobby how'd you do that <laughs> don't know it's like okay all right bobby we see what's up my favorite was when he comes out of the tank <laughs> that one scene where like if they, there's a there's a there's an episode where there's like a roadblock and these uh these kids are like kind of rescued, quote unquote, rescued on a bus, and there's this roadblock in the way, and all of a sudden this tank comes up from behind them. And we're like, "Oh no, the last man have caught up to the to the hybrid kids," and then they blow through this roadblock. And it turns out like Bob Bobby comes out of the, the tank. Now, now, do you hatch. think Bobby was <laughs> operating the turret in there? Oh yeah, dude, he's got a good shot too. And, and here's the other: I don't know if this is true or not. In my mind, in that scene, Bobby was wearing like a little like soldier's hat. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think you're right. Like I, I don't know if he was. Wh- where did they find like, yeah. like a four inch wide uh, tank tank hat? So I mean, you're asking too many questions, Aaron. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Do not ask too many questions. W- w- were, was there any of the other animals that really 
left an impression on you? Well, you know that the the, the pig girl Wendy, but I don't really know what makes her so special. I guess because she speaks English very well, just like Gus does. Well, it also seems like she's the oldest. Yeah, and she she was. I think she was the first one that. What, what was the lady's name that was caring for all of them? I don't remember. I can't remember her name. They just called. They would call her Mama, Mama. Or Mommy, or something, or something. Mom. Yeah, whatever. She, she. I think she was the first one, and and like they had kind of the deepest bond. Yeah. So she's sort of their leader, because you, which would make sense, right? If she's the oldest and she's the one that's you know helping them get acclimated and everything. Yeah. And she definitely speaks the. Here, well, here's the other thing where I'm confused. They said not all of them speak English, uh-huh. but then. It felt like all of them could speak English. Yeah, there's only a couple that didn't, and even the ones that didn't would be able to sign in English. So at least they could communicate. Which, which again, we're not going to think too hard about this. <laughs> but, but there's this whole thing about where the the last men didn't didn't view them. They're like those things. They're yeah. not. They can't even. Th- it's like the fucky. They can all talk, whether whether it's using sign language. But most of them can just like speak audibly, and they look exactly like humans with cute ears. Yeah, and and or uh, when, I think Wendy was her name, the pig, the, the pig, pig girl. girl. Yeah, yeah, it's like like she's very well spoken, and she's just got like a little pig snout, and that's about it. Pig snout, and apparently she does have like a pig's tail because I think that the mom mommy character says something about her. Uh, wiggly butt or wiggly tail or some I forget how the fuck she phrased it, but but, but yeah that you again we're, you not gonna, we're yeah. gonna think too hard about it. Yeah, you don't see it, so who cares? I mean, if this was like some island of Doctor Moreau shit, that was a terrible movie adaptation. But like where they really were like kind of animal human hybrids and and they were kind of grotesque and everything, that would make more sense. But these are like the cutest. Yeah, yeah. None of them are. None of them really have like these strange deformities that make them look ugly. They're all like you said. They're all Disney cutie. You know, they've all got characteristics of them that make them kind of like adorable to a degree. I mean, maybe I mean, maybe the elephant one. But oh, <laughs> uh, the the one part. Uh, there was the one part where. They were trying to haul him up, and then he like that was some straight up Disney like Chippendales rescue that was ranger awesome. shit. That was... Where like he's like, ah, I let go, I fall on them. Yeah, um, guys, because he's an elephant. Yeah, because he's he, big. And I mean, and, heavy. Which he he wasn't actually that big. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he's still kid size. He's still like you know four feet whatever. But he's husky. Yeah, he's a he's a husky elephant boy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I had any, and my, I think my favorite there was one who's an alligator. Oh, and I, yeah. and I was like, yes, like that, that one is a little bit terrifying. Yeah. And I'm like, if people were freaked out by him, I'd get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He, that dude. Uh, Didn't well, he, and then he, he, he greets the group by attacking them. Cause he's not sure if they're friendly or, Oh, and he could also talk and he could also talk a little bit, a little bit. And, oh, and, and then he had like just a normal human name, but yeah, he, he, he like gnaws off one of the guy's legs for a second. Like, I'm like, yes, that's probably this would make the last men's whole ideology make sense if they were like that. Yeah. But so I just, I wanted him and Bobby to become like BFFs and have their own arc. Yeah. And it ends with the alligator eating Bobby. Oh no, you can't do that to Bobby, dude. That's cruel. You're horrible. So yeah, like Aaron said, for the most part, this, se- this season revolves around like a, a long drawn out rescue mission. Turns out Jep is not dead. Jep and Mom, I forget that actor, the character's name. Jep and Mom devise a plan to go and rescue these kids from the uh, the Last Men. Uh, the parallel story is again that uh, that gentleman's trying to come up with a cure with a disease because his wife's dying, 
and he's trying to connect the dots and figure out do these do, do these chickens that were raised in this lab have something to do with the the uh, oh her name was Amy Eden Amy Eden oh. oh. get it Eden Eden like the uh, Garden of Eden because yeah. she's a she's she's created it anyhow let, let's let's not get too into the weeds on the plot because it doesn't sure really make too much sense there um, are some really uh touching moments i mean when uh when uh what's that little girl a bear when bear re- reunites with her her tiger friend and then her tiger friend's trying to warn him but dies and i was kind of sad in that moment <laughs> I, <laughs> you weren't sad <laughs> I, 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 I so i have i have a couple nitpicks okay. just one or two all right and th- that was one of them i don't i don't <sighs> should, let's let's talk about that one now sure sure Maybe I would have been more sad, except first of all, her friend just completely fucked her over. Uh-huh. So I'm like, like, yo, I, it's nice that you guys sort of made up, but her friend was not a good person. <laughs> like, just sort of cast her out from their, their little animal army. Uh-huh. It's I'm like, it's nice that you guys made up for like ten seconds and that she came to warn her, but I I, I didn't really have. Too much uh, sentimentality for You're that character. Cold person, Aaron. Here, here's the other thing, though. This is where, I, like, even if I could have gotten past that, I, I'm like, how the fuck did she just find them randomly? Like, that was the whole point. It's like this huge, expansive Yellowstone, and there's a secret cabin tucked away where no one will be able to find it. And and somehow she just made a beeline, like, right there. <laughs> and and it's like. Don't ask too many questions here. Don't ask Sorry, me. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Um, so, um, going to your your uh, your your kind of a binge or purge go to questions, uh, was there a best or worst character? Who who were they in your mind? For me, the best character was Doctor Singh. Doc- okay, all right. So he he's the the. He seems seems like he's like British, but of probably like Indian heritage. Uh-huh. Like that was first of all, he was a little bit nuanced, right? Like, you know, he was he was doing some things that maybe weren't so great, but he was trying to do it for greater good. He definitely felt conflicted about it. Uh-huh. But to me, he was the only one in the entire show that like his actions made like at least some sense. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and I liked him. He was he was a nuanced character. He was trying to do the best he could and save humanity. And everyone around him was f- just fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, you know, and he 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 formed a little little bond with with Sweet Tooth, but they didn't really t- trust him. I don't know. I liked I liked him. He the problem. I don't feel like his story was integrated well enough with the rest of it. Uh-huh. It, it felt you know a little disjointed. But I, I liked him as a character. Eh, what about worst character? Oh, but by the way, the other the other character. I I, re- I did like was the general's brother. Yeah, he he was he was interesting too because especially like what the little bits and pieces you see of him in season one, and you see more of him in season two. He's also like this dual. You find out he's the general's brother in yeah. season two. You didn't really know that. You're no. like you're like wondering why he's kind of a little bit of a prick, and why he hangs with this guy, and and he's like second in command. But why? Like what makes him? Like he's kind of a goofy, dopey guy. Like mm-hmm. not really. He's definitely not a military-minded person, You're, and so you yeah. you ask yourself like, why why is he here? What what what's his purpose? Like, oh, you're the general's brother. He's pretty, okay, he's pretty chill, and like, obviously, he's getting manipulated emotionally and and uh, yeah, you know, physically a little bit. And here's the thing: if there was one episode where 
it was just, it's just like it's just like him wandering into the little enclosure where the kids are kept and then he just sits down and sings every song in Simon and Garfunkel's catalog to them. Uh-huh. That would be my favorite episode cuz there's one there's, I don't I, he does have a good voice. Apparently the actor that plays him uh, in real life is a musician and mm-hmm. he's like a singer in a band or something like that. I don't know the name of the band, but well, and it was it was definitely shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't make the most sense, but no. they were on like like him and the general were on a helicopter, like going to kill the animal kids or whatever. And the general's like, "Sing me, sing me that song from when we were kids." Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, this is corny as shit." <laughs> and then he starts singing "The Boxer" by Simon and Garfunkel. I don't know what song that is, but okay, that's the song that he sang. Okay, you <laughs> sure <laughs> you watched the episode? Yeah, 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 and and. That was like the best rendition. I was like, I could you could you just please just keep singing this song? I don't, I don't give a shit about any anything else that's going on in this episode right now. Yeah, it was so he vo- voice of an angel. He does. Uh, so who who are your best characters? Uh, best character, I, I I just I I I'm attached to. They say Bobby. So help no, me God. no, okay. the 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 Jep character, big man. I like that. I like that he's like he has a dark past mm-hmm. you know he had his mix-ins he used to he used to be a member of the last men and he would hunt these hybrid kids mm-hmm. and then when he loses his family and his kid being possibly one of these hybrid kids he he flips the script he's like i'm no longer going to hunt these kids i'm going to do my best to protect them mm-hmm. and obviously he develops a bond with gus and he, he ends up seeing gus as his kid i think there's a line in one of the um one of the episodes where he says like that's my boy or he said something Along those lines where it was like, oh, that's that's my kid. That's, you know what I mean? So I like his character. You got this big, burly, you know, almost like protector, defender guy. And, and uh, I just like his character a lot and uh, what they did with him, you know? He has this dark past, but he's obviously trying to oh, redeem himself. And he, he also might be the best actor in the whole show. Very good actor. Uh, Using um, Game of Thrones? He was in Game of Thrones. He was also in, he's also in, I think it's the same actor, in Ted Lasso. I think he's... I think he's the the African character's dad. Oh, I think you're. No, 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 uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Oh, maybe you're right. I can't remember. Anyway, let's. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look look him up. Is it? I know the character in Ted Lasso's name is like Oja or Oka or Osa or some. Anyway, but um, who, so so who who is your who do you think was the worst character? Ah, uh, god damn! I I really uh, I don't know. I I I, I like Wendy, but I. There's part. There's like parts of her that I'm like, you're kind of useless. Like I, I get it. I get what her, her role oh. serves. Well, and that God, that was the other part. This, this was was going to be a nitpick. We can bring this up now, though. Yeah, she she's a little like cutesy and sweet, and it's like okay, we already have Sweet Tooth. You know, like he yeah. he, he brings all the cutesy and sweet. Like, and there was the one part where, understandably, one of their their uh, siblings gets like like chopped up to use as a, as a serum the chameleon kid yeah and he gets he gets killed and sweet tooth is trying to tell like a what he thinks is a white lie to spare them right and like keep the morale up yeah and you know it comes out that he didn't tell the truth and then they just immediately turn on him yeah and she's just like yeah fuck you sweet tooth i'm like what yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fuck off Wendy yeah and then she does another flip and says like oh no sweet tooth I got your back a few episodes later it's like god damn it Wendy god damn mine little little bipolar yeah who do you think well can I I get yeah 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 yeah. I I I feel like the general is a a fucking idiot and two like comically cartoon villain dad 
I'm like, guys, come on. It's just like he doesn't give off any like, like, but he might but as just, well. Just short of it, like everything with just shy of doing that kind of shit. You're like, you're expecting it from him, but I it's don't like, know. He's he's running his hands through the. Perhaps we're gonna. Well, he he literally has them saw off one of <laughs> Sweet Tooth's horns, horns yeah. which actually that was like his best like cartoon villain thing. I'm like, wow, that okay, that got a little bit dark. Yeah. Okay, General. But it was just, it was just tough. There was, was the one part where, where they're like, they're like, he has them dispose of uh, some guy's body and he's like doing a little dance. He's like oh, dancing no. to like, what oh, song? Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking he's, about. He's like some like classic rock song and he's like dancing around. He's yeah. Like, like Jesus Christ, General. Yeah. Strategically, fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> like every, st- st- like how did this guy get to be a general? Yeah. Because... Every step of the way, he's being outsmarted by like little kids, little little kids, and and uh, not nothing he does makes sense. Yeah. The other part, this is the the, the last. I'll, I'll I'll rope this in to the general being a bad character and a bad leader. In the first season, didn't you kind of think like the last men was like this large like imposing army? Yeah. And like they've got checkpoints and they're searching. It's like oh my god, they're all over we the can't place. Get the last men. Yeah, if they find us, that's it. I'm like, I'm like, bro, it's like 20 guys. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like one one sniper could take out the whole last man army in yeah. like like an afternoon. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> kind of silly. Who do you think won the show? Is there someone that won the show? No. <laughs> so I, I think maybe the car- comic book artist that like. Because this was a graphic novel, right, okay. or something like that. I think so, or a manga, or something like that. I don't know. If, if that guy's going to get getting residuals, or he's got he got some sort of option rights for this, that guy won. <laughs> My opinion, and I I can't I can't like name a person, but mm-hmm. I think whoever was in charge of the uh, the soundtrack or the music or whatever for the whether it being the theme song or even just music throughout the the episodes, I think that person did a good. Uh, like song choices they made like made sense to the thematically. Just I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Like so. So what were some well, examples? Like you, like you, the one that you mentioned about the helicopter. Like, the, I'm like if, just a if, boxer. if you're listening to the lyrics, there is thematic tie-ins with the relationship between the general and the brother. Yeah, and, it was a little, just, little, little on the nose, but sure. So there's a lot of that stuff that happens. Like it's not quite subtle. It's kind of in your face if you're paying attention. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the songs that they, the music choices that they make are kind of like interesting. And I, I felt that they were good ones. Okay. Last question. Cause we're almost, we're, we're a little bit over time, but uh, overall, I, I think I know your answer. Binge or purge. Uh, it, ha- had we not been, Reviewing this, I would have stopped watching probably <laughs> midway through. Maybe maybe to come back to it, but Sweet Tooth, as as we kind of prefaced, it's a show you just can't think too hard about yeah, a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And in season one, all that stuff, I'm like, ah, whatever, it's the animal children. And, you know, like we're, we're not being too literal about it, but it just those things kept coming up again and again and again where I'm like, dude, guys, you're just beating me over the head with so, it. So uh, it was a binge for me. Apparently... There will be a third and final season of uh, Sweet Tooth, but it's supposed to be nice Zah. and tidied up. Um, so binge for me only because I kind of like that is like this was this was kind of what I was hoping Willow would be when we started watching Willow. It was like it was fantasy and it was kitty and you couldn't take it really serious. This was 
significantly better than Willow. Yes. So, this, so to me, to me, this that's what makes it to me a, a binge. I, of course, I could expect more from it, but I also was kind of like throwing away all that high expectations of what I'm supposed to. The, too much of this season was stagnant. Yes. Right. It's a lot just of the slow. kids yeah. sitting. It was like f- six episodes of them just sitting in a pen. Yeah. Where it's little things happen here on the periphery, but the other part is like they really could have escaped whenever. Yeah. Like they had. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're like fucking super powered kids. Like they can climb. The one can burrow. Like they could have if if they had just done all that shit at night. There was like twenty last men. They could have just walked out. Yeah. I will revisit this, and, and I, I, this wasn't so bad where I definitely won't watch the third season, but I'm not, like, hyped for it at this point. So before you, we wrap up the episode, Aaron, there will not be an episode next week because I will be in Vegas for the weekend. Sorry, Degenerate Land, but we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Um, will there be anything else you want to add to this episode before we wrap it up? No, I'm out. Um, Invicta was cool. Aaron and I went to Invicta this past Wednesday. I had a good time. I got a front row seat, and apparently, I uh, was a uh, my brother was watching it, and uh, I was caught on camera a couple uh, times. And there's also clips on YouTube of like the Invicta fights, and you'll see me in the background somewhere sitting front row. It was pretty cool. Uh, I had a good time. Much smaller venue. I think Aaron even said he liked this smaller venue versus the one in uh, Broomfield. But um, that being said. Hope you guys have a good Mother's Day weekend. If you're a mama out there, happy Mother's Day. We'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Have a good one. Thanks for listening and watching and all that shit. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.